Nick got the bad sound coming again, unfortunately. Uh-oh. Hmm. Give me one second, folks. We seem to be having some technical issues here. Oh, there we are. Oh, there we're good. We're good. Sorry about that, folks. I'm here with my buddy Dan Steen, a great golf coach and a great pal overall. How you doing today, buddy? Good, my friend. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Good to see you. So let me start by asking, how did you get into golf? Well, I pretty much golfed my whole life. Um, I grew up in a poor part of town. Uh, I had an uncle that gave me some golf clubs when I was about eight years old, and just something about it aspired to me. You know, I'd still go play the other sports and, and play with my friends, but I always aspired to golf. Something about it hitting that little ball just intrigued me, and, you know, I took it to heart. <laughs> nice. Now, what led you go from playing to coaching? Uh for me growing up, again, I grew up in a poor part of town. I lost my dad at a young age. I played high school sports and my coaches did a lot for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I know what they meant for me in my life. And I've always said to myself, you know, I want to get in and coach a little bit and, and try to help the youth out a little bit as well. Again, because I know what they they did for me. Mm, nice. Nice. I love the give back story The, you know, taking what someone's given and paying it forward, giving it to someone else. I, I push my students all the time, especially my younger students. I say sometimes, you know, in life, the golf gods are going to come and say, hey, time for you to get back a little bit. So always, uh-huh. always have your heart open to do that. Uh-huh. Do you have any noteworthy students, like any students that stand out? or? Um. Well, all of them are, to be honest with uh-huh. um, I have some, some a uh, couple ones that come to mind. I mean, obviously, there's some success stories. Um. You know, your sister being one, uh-huh. you know. She kind of followed in footsteps and is in coaching as well and having a great career there um, and a great career on her own plane. Um, mm-hmm. There's the, the the youngsters that I teach that have, have gone on and, and are very good to the next level of golfing per se. Um, and then I have the stories of, of uh, right before the snow hit here about three, four weeks ago, I was teaching a gentleman who was 93 years old. Yeah. Wow. They go from all ages. Um, I had two ladies start this past winter and they're in their seventies and they absolutely love it. So you know, it's just a game for everybody. I always tell everybody, the ball doesn't know if you're a boy or a girl, and it doesn't know how old you are. Nice. Nice. Now, I got to ask, do you have any of those, like, funny coaching moments, like any stories that stand out to you from your time being, you know? But there's a lot of them. Um, you know, I remember one when I was uh, coaching McDowell High School. I had the boys team, and, and we were at a tournament, and we were coming home, and I always let them take turns on picking where they wanted to go eat. Um, and one of the one of the students that said, Coach, I want to go to the so-and-so restaurant. We were in Meadville. And we pulled in the parking lot. It's 530 and one car. And I started backing out. And he said, where are you going? I go, we're not eating where there's one car. That car is the chef's. That's not a good sign. So we ended up down the road to different establishment, establishment. But that's always a joke when we all get together. We have a little get-together time now and then. And they always laugh about that. So Nice. What about, like, any, like, inspirational stories from coaching? Like, anything that really stands out to you that you'll always remember, like gives you that moment of this is why I coach. Yeah, there's a, uh, I coach Villa girls high school golf currently um, and have been there for uh, going on nine years now. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, we had one year we were facing McDowell in the, the regional championships. Uh, we were favored to win. We lost. They had the better day. They beat us that day. Um, I get in the car and I have, 
four or five girls in the back that are, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old. And I can see the tears coming. Um, and at that time, my captain, she got into the car, into the van rather, and she was sitting in the front. She said, coach, before we go, can I say something? And I said, sure, it's your team. And she turned around, she told the girl, she goes, hey, get your head up. If there's anything that I've learned from coach in four years, it's there's more important things in life than golf. That right there was worth any state medal or any championship that they had ever won. You know, it was a life lesson they had learned. And again, that's things I got from my coaches that hopefully I can pass on to them. Nice. I love it. Keep the head up. Just keep moving forward, you know. But you always have just a game. Yep. And you always have those good, the good rounds and the bad rounds. You have the rounds where you gloat to your friends saying, hey, I just, you know, I just shot this on this hole or something. And you have games that you never speak of again. You're never. It's, uh, uh, you know, you look at bowling, 300 and bowling's a perfect score. Um, Mm -hmm. My son kind of opened my eyes once, my oldest son, you know, this is quite a few years back. And he said, boy, dad, nobody will ever have a perfect score in golf. And I go, well, yeah, 72 on most courses is par. And he said, but nobody will ever get an 18. And I thought, you know, kind of right there and everybody's searching for it. So, (laughs) yeah. Have you yourself ever gotten a hole in one before? Uh, actually, I've been uh, very lucky. I've gotten two of them. Ooh. Yeah, I've been very, very lucky, very blessed. There's a lot of a lot of golfers I know that have played a long time that have not gotten one. Um, then there's golfers that just started out and got one. So everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when one of my students has a hole in one, they say, boy, coach, I got lucky. I had a hole in one. I go, so you weren't trying to hit it in the hole? <laughs> you know, at the end, definitely trying to put it in. So it's it's just, it's basically a good shot. Everything falls into place for you and away it goes. Nice. What are the stories behind your hole in ones? Um, well, I had one at Downing on 15. It was actually kind of a foggy day. Um, and when I hit it, I was playing with two gentlemen and the one guy said, boy, I think that went in. And I said, no, nah, I think it went long and we're walking up and I walked right on past the hole over the green. Cause I really thought I hit it too far. And, uh, I hear, oh my gosh. And I look and he's reaching down and there's the ball in the hole. So wow. that my first one. The second one I had out at Whispering Woods in a little tournament we were playing. Um, it was the, the hole was about 90 yards. Um, and that one went in. So it's, you know, you, you can play, you can have tournaments and nobody has hole in ones. I played in a tournament this year where three gentlemen had hole in ones, you know, in one tournament. So it just happens. Nice. You mentioned some local courses around the area. What are some of your favorite courses to play at? Um, obviously Whispering Woods is a great course. You know, it's a more modern course. It gets a lot of play from all around. I mean, from Canada, you know, pre COVID days, obviously, um, mm-hmm. From Canada, Ohio, New York, you know, we get a lot of play uh, where they come in. So that's a great golf course. I like Venango is a great course. Um, Corey's a great course, you know. Um, obviously, Cockle, Lawrence Park, Lakeview, Lakeshore, those are all great tracks. But, you know, there it's. An, I love playing Fox Run. I play there in a league, um, a nine-hole league on Friday nights. It's just a great course to play. It's, it's one of the best nine-hole courses. There's a lot of them. Mount Grove does a great job out there. They're coming along very well. So, you know, I give the, the, the place, especially this year with everything going on, courses were hit hard in the beginning of the year, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, golf has kind of taken off a little bit because as things are closing up, golf's one of the things that they can do still. Nice. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how has the pandemic, like, impacted your, like, impacted golf or, like, lessons or anything along those lines? Busy. It's been so busy, it's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, again, a lot of things where kids can't go and play, you know, soccer, baseball, basketball. 
uh, stuff like that. Swimming, you know, as that stuff's getting cut down football, um, it's just coming up in the golf more and more. Nice. nice. Now you coach golf, as we mentioned, um, for anyone looking to take lessons or um, anyone just to look up to get some tips for their game, how can they get in contact? Like, how can they reach out to you? Um, they can reach me on my cell, which is 814-449-0319. They can contact me through Facebook. They can contact me through Whispering Woods um, Golf Course. All kinds of ways to get a hold of me. They can Google it. They'll get a hold of me. Um, if they know anybody that golfs pretty much, ask them. They probably uh, have a way to get in touch with me like yourself as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, coaching high school golf and then, and then coaching and teaching, that's what I love to do. Um, it's what I've made my passion. Um, it's something I, you know, I really hit it hard, uh, very blessed, very lucky with it. Nice. Now explain your lessons. Like, um, how do you offer, how do you offer just a typical lesson or so? Well, my lessons are based on the individual because mm -hmm. they're a little different. So nothing's etched in stone. Somebody might want to come in and work on driver. Somebody might want to come in and work on the whole bag. Um, you know, we teach everybody, like I said, from beginners to, to top players uh, in the area and abroad that I have. Um, so, you know, you get everybody's a little bit different. Um, there's a basic that you use, obviously. Everything's a basic. I always say building someone's golf swing is like building a good soup. You always got a good good base to start with. If you don't, you're probably not going to come out with a good soup. Um, mm -hmm. Get somebody a good basic there, um, and then you kind of go with it from there. Again, I, I tell everybody, I teach people. You know, I have a gentleman I teach. He's five foot tall, 74 years old. He loves it. It's so much fun. And the guys are like, man, you play golf. And he's like, heck yeah. Then I got, a, got another guy teaching 6'10". So it just doesn't matter. You just get the equipment fit to him and away you go. Nice. Nice. Now, during the pandemic or something, do you also offer like any type of like virtual lesson for? I had, I had done a lot of virtual lessons on it, uh, to be honest. I just did one last week. Um, I have some students that live out of town. Um, it's tougher for them to get in sometimes. You know, they live in the Jamestown Warren area over Ashtabula. Um, we'll do some virtual stuff. Um, it's definitely a lot easier when they're in-house. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and over at Whispering Woods with our indoor facility, we have a TrackMan facility that we utilize. Um, and we follow strict guidelines with everything, with masks, um, you know, the cleaning after each lesson, the whole nine yards. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Now, I always ask this question to all my buddies. I call them buddies, not friends and all that, to come on, who come on the show. Um, what If you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why? Boy, you know, that's a, a very good question because there's, there's so many of them out there. Holy cow. Um, I would always say as far as the charity, I, I try to donate locally, you mm -hmm. know, no matter what the charity is, you know, it's, it's based on what they feel. Some people have a personal connection to charities, you know, um, for me, I'm a big, uh, personal into veterans, um, being a veteran myself. Um, mm -hmm. I don't play a lot of tournaments in the year. I play one every year, uh, for the veterans, uh, tournament, you know, cause it's just too hard to get away all day to play tournaments. Um, so, but I play this one cause it's for the veterans. So me personally, I think it's a veterans, uh, thing. Um, and if you were to put me on the spot and say, what one, I would say veterans, but then again, I don't want somebody to feel like, well, you're taking away from cancer or this, or that, but I would, most people are going to do what's in their heart to donate to, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, it's your choice, you know? Absolutely. It's, your it's what, it's what's closest to your heart. It's what's closest, like what has the most meaning to you. Absolutely.
Mm-hmm. Now, another question I always ask is, speaking of the word buddy, how would you describe a buddy in your own words? Somebody I can depend on and hang out with and have fun. You know, um, somebody who is is just not looking at me as a, uh, 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 a person to, you know, just go out and play 18 holes and never talk to again. You know, and only talk to on, you know, two weeks later to play 18 holes again. You know, that's just somebody you golf with. Um, a buddy is somebody I can I can play golf with, go have a beer with. I can call on any time and say, hey, bud, how you doing? You know, um, somebody who if I went in the hospital and had something done, you know, elbow repaired or something, you know, knee, whatever, they'd call me to see how I'm doing, shoot me a text, see how I'm doing. You know, that's a good buddy. Yep. Yep. And now it's it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy, cast buddy question. You ready for this? Fire away. What is your advice to anyone looking to get into golf? Enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy it. Because, uh, again, the thing, like I told you, the story of the, the young girls in school there, um, you know, if you take it too seriously, you won't enjoy it. And I always tell all my students, listen, if you're not having fun, then go fishing or do something else. You're doing this to have fun. Um, you know, that I get a lot of a lot of my students that come in. A lot of them are, are, are top athletes or were top athletes in their day. Um, and they'll come in, they'll say, you know, coach, I, I could hit a running back running full speed at the college level and knock him over. I was a linebacker. One of my, my students, the linebacker, played at Penn State. He said, I could knock that guy over, and it didn't bother me. didn't scare me. That little ball scares the heck out of me. You know, and I always tell him, it's a game. Take it as a game. You know, you're not going on TV next Sunday. <laughs> so. I like that. I really, really like that. I like how it's like, like you could, like you compared the two. You said, you know, I got this big linebacker, no problem. A little white ball, it's like I'm, it's all, it's like a phobia of mine. It's like, it's like it's the same as like a clown or something. I looked at him. I said, you could probably squeeze that ball and break your hand, but you're letting it terrorize you. I said, you can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got one more question for you, real quick. What has the game of golf been for you personally? What has it brought to me? Yeah. Everything. I mean, everything. My my whole life revolves around it. Um, I've made a lot of great friends through it. Um, a lot of my family members play. Um, you know, I have four children. They play a little bit, so that gives us something now and then to do. Um, you know, they don't play as much as I do. Um, but it is revolved around my whole night, my whole life. Um, I have literally been so blessed with it. It's just unbelievable. I still, it's like. I get up in the morning and I look forward to going to work, you know, and to me, I'm very blessed with that. I had a, a student one time who was a, a very prominent business owner in town. And I said to him, I, we were standing on the range and he was looking out and I said, you know, so-and-so, what are you looking at? And he goes, you know what I do for a living? And I go, correct, you know, pretty well up. And he said, I would trade you offices any day. <laughs> you know, I love, I love it. I take it golf to you. It's like a bad day of golf is better than a good day at work. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's that thing where I sit there sometimes whenever I, you know, sometimes people say to me, boy, how, how are you out there 10, 12, 14 hours a day? You know, 56 years old now, um, I'm not, I'm not near the grave, but you know, I'm not at, at 22 anymore. And they say, you know, how are you out there so long? I say, you know, I was coming to work one day and I saw the guy standing there on the blacktop holding a sign with pants and boots and long sleeves. So the blacktop wouldn't come up and get them. And I thought I could stand there in shorts and teach golf. I'm not that guy standing there for eight hours. He's got a tough job. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. It was a pleasure. (laughs) Anytime, Nick. I very much appreciate 
please say hello to the family. Um, we'll do it. You're always my buddy. It's always great to hear from you. Yes. Hey, you're an official buddy on Buddy Cash now. So thank you. I'll take care. All righty. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy and good golf coach, Dan Steen. Hit him up if you're looking to improve your game. It helps. It helped me when I was a kid. I always, I remember, I want to share this one memory with you. I remember my grandfather and dad would take me to your lessons. Yes. And for the longest time, it was always, all right, if you can hit the range collector out there, the yeah. machine collecting the range, we'll buy you a soda. I think by the end of the day, I'd have like three sodas in the back or something. You're pretty good at hitting that picker for sure. <laughs> it does. It does. And then for the longest time, like my game just went like this. But then all of a sudden, I remember I went to the range with my sister, and you were below us. Yes. You were below us. All of a sudden, I'm hitting them like I did back in the old days. <laughs> it comes like, I, need to get, I need to get this guy downstairs. I need to bring him around so much, you know? That's the one we always look for is the guy that's hitting it good. Like you said, yeah. day to day. It yep. Well, thank you again for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. And like I end every one of my shows, do me one favor today. Go be someone's buddy today. I love Buddy up. Yep. We'll catch you next time here on Buddy Cash. Well, the days are going fast. Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast. Buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cash.